Welcome back to the Fishbowl Amigo, where Fishby and I are saving the internet and, dare I say the world, one podcast at a time. Fish B, in honor of Devin Nunes and today's public impeachment testimony. Uh, you got any of that cowbell funk on the guitar? Oh, yeah, Fish B. Because remember, Devin Nunes, he's suing Twitter for $250 million because his cow started a Twitter account that offended Devin Nunes, so he can't handle the Twitter satire. Not on Devin Nunes' watch. million in your face, Jack Dorsey. Take that, your nose ring. God, I'm I'm just punch drunk from the impeachment testimony today. I woke up at 6 a.m. because, you know, I had to get in an hour of boarding Joe. Then it started at 7 a.m. And then I watched seven and a half straight hours of cable news. Where did you go, Fishby? I watched seven and a half straight hours of cable news, which will take it out of any man especially this man. What's question one, Fishby? What was today's biggest impeachment revelation? I'm going to need more cowbell funk before I get to this. More cowbell funk. Thank you, Fishby. Keytar's a magical instrument. That uh, Bill Taylor, or as I call him, bad boy Billy Taylor, that his staff, they're out to dinner in Europe with U.S. ambassador to the European Union, a big-time Republican donor, fundraiser, gave a million dollars to the Trump inaugural committee uh, for this EU ambassadorship, but Mr. Sondland, uh, that bad boy Billy Taylor's staff at dinner overheard Sondland talking to the president how the Ukrainians were good to go on the investigations, that Bidens, you betcha, the Ukrainians are ready to play ball because they kind of really needed that military aid. That, that's a huge thing. Meanwhile, and I watched all the channels, MSNBC, Trump likes to talk about how this is a coup because he apparently doesn't know the definition of coup, but in a media coup, a metaphorical coup, MSNBC, their star legal analyst today, None other than famed conservative attorney and mega Twitter critic of the president, who occasionally writes for the Wall Street Journal, too, I believe. But George Conway, Mr. Kellyanne Conway, was there all day on MSNBC just tearing apart the Republicans' legal arguments that they tried to make during this thing, especially Devin Nunes and his uh, cowbell. And, uh, and Jim Jordan, but that that was that was surprising to me. They, they didn't announce it ahead of time because Trump would have lost his shit on Twitter last night, right? If he knew George Conway was going to be on MSNBC, CNN. I watched. I just want to point out for the good of the group that on a scale of one to ten, my love for Nia Malika Henderson in a purely platonic way is uh, is maybe a little less than purely platonic, but it's an eleven. God, I love Nia Malika Henderson. She's fantastic. Uh, Fox News distributed staff talking points before the thing even started. They had their they had their talking points in order. It must be fun to work at Fox News. And then as soon as Adam Schiff started asking questions, first thing Fox News did, they cut to commercial. They cut to commercial. Uh, meanwhile, during the actual thing, uh, Jim Jordan 
I'm not sure if his job is rodeo clown or drunken auctioneer. We know he's a former creepy wrestling coach, but I don't, I don't know if he's a rodeo clown or a drunk auctioneer or, or exactly what the fuck his job is. And of course, Devin Nunes was Devin Nunes, hence the cowbell. Question two, Fishby. Did Trump fundraise off today's impeachment proceedings? Well, of course, of course he fundraised. And of course, I've, I obviously have, have never donated, but, but I'm in the loop. I, uh, because, because I texted a long time ago to this number. So, so I get all these, uh, I get all these text messages. I, I got the first one. I've never gotten three in a day before. This is a new record, but today I got three. The first one at 7.48 a.m., uh, allegedly from President Trump himself, I'm sure. Uh, the impeachment hearings today are a total scam, all caps, exclamation point. Let's, maze, let's raise $3 million in 24 hours to send a message. Donate now for a two-times match, which is something that doesn't exist. And then at 12.43 p.m., do you not stand with President Trump in the fake impeachment hoax? He needs you in this fight, friend. Donate now for a double match. And then, and then I didn't. So then, so then at 4:23, the rest of the family's on my case. Lara Trump. Rarely do I get a fundraiser from Lara. Lara Trump. President Trump needs you, all caps, to step up during this impeachment hearing scam, all caps. We're now three times matching all gifts in the next hour. Donate now in the link. So yeah, Trump was uh, all over this fundraising opportunity. He probably did raise $3 million. The war chest that he's going to have for this election. You thought they spent a lot of money on Facebook last time. <laughs> this 2020 is going to be a shit show. Cowbell transition, Fishby. What was today's most outrageous event in Washington, D.C.? Today's most outrageous event had absolutely nothing to do with the public impeachment testimony. By far and away. And this is the most outrageous thing of the week. Dare I say the most outrageous thing of the year. But who did Trump roll out the red carpet for today at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? None other than President of Turkey. And I don't know why they call him a president. I guess because when you're a dictator, you can name, name yourself whatever you want. But, but hot off a genocide less than a month ago in Syria. Hot off some not-so-good old-fashioned ethnic cleansing. Trump rolls out the red carpet for President Erdogan of Turkey. What in the fuckity fuck? That is unbelievable. And during their press conference, of course, Trump has to point out because he's got dictator envy, big time dictator envy, that he's a big fan of Erdogan of Turkey. Hot off ethnic cleansing. I, I like, what in the fuckity fuck? How are you celebrating World Kindness Day? Yes, I heard this. Today is World Kindness Day. 
And uh, it's a weird day for me because today is also the 13th. And as you may very well know, I am scared of the number 13. But for World Kindness Day, I'm trying to be kind to the person that I am consistently the meanest to, the person that I consistently chop down the most, the person that I approach their life with such high standards, no matter what they do, they will never succeed. They will always be a loser in my eyes. And of course, I'm talking about myself. So for World Kindness Day, I'm just trying to be kind to myself. And I'm trying to just, I'm trying to be very Buddhist about it. I'm trying, when a negative thought creeps into the brain, when a suicidal thought creeps into the brain, I just, uh, I acknowledge it. I notice that it's there. And while I don't make any effort to push it away, I also don't make any effort to hold on to it or to dwell on it. I just let it be. Yes, my inner Buddhist. So that's what, that's who I'm being kind to for World Kindness Day. More cowbell! It's like I've heard that somewhere before. I Is there a famous thing? I, yeah, of course there is. Of course there is, obviously. More cowbell! Yo, it's me, Fish B. When are we moving into one of El Chapo's mansions? Um... Here's the thing, Fishby. In hindsight, and and I know I got y'all excited that we were gonna, someone was gonna buy us one of one of El Chapo's mansions, and we were gonna have a roller coaster outside that also incorporated the tunnels underneath, and it was gonna be gonna be a lot of fun for all the local Mexican children. Uh, so Mexico, uh, of the six houses, uh, they only were able to auction off three. And based on the prices and the fact that they only auctioned off three of the six, I got a sneaky suspicion no one wants to buy these because the second thing you do after you sign the papers is uh, is, 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 a, is a banker will tell you congratulations and then, and, and then I think you die in a way that you will find tremendously unpleasant. Uh, one house uh, that, that, caught, that caught the biggest money what was his hideout after he escaped from prison in 2001, I believe. But that went for $107,000. Two other homes went for $64K and $55,000. So I, I don't, I don't, I know, I thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that uh, thought uh, long and until it's hard for... <laughs> Uh, the, the prospect of, of purchasing one of these homes for Fish B and I and the roller coasters. It was going to be great until we remembered that, uh, uh, well, we do have a death wish. We don't have that kind of death wish. More cowbell! Can you explain what's going on with DACA and the Supreme Courts? Well, I can try, but unfortunately, uh, for a long time, you may remember, I thought I was a lawyer because I got an A in undergraduate constitutional law, but it turns out, reviewing my transcripts from Washington State University, I only got a B plus in undergrad constitutional law, so it turns out 
I'm basically not a lawyer. But the case was argued for the Dreamers, 700,000 of them. It was argued yesterday before the Supreme Court. And based on, because uh, there's, there's no cameras allowed in the Supreme Court, but based on the stories I read on it today, it seems likely that the Supreme Court will allow Trump to shut down the DACA program. In, in, unless, unless Chief Justice John Roberts who was openly commenting about how there's a way to unwind the law humanely and talked about how how President Trump says he doesn't want to kick out the 700,000 dreamers, but when's the last time you heard a President Trump promise that you could, you know, tattoo on your forehead because that tat, that, 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 that's good as gold. That's good as gold, what, what Trump said. Uh... So unless, so unless Chief Justice Roberts makes it a 5-4 decision in favor of the Dreamers, now Trump has this bargaining chip, and he, he's going to use it, he's going to milk it to get $25 billion for his big, bold, beautiful wall. Election Day can't come soon enough. Next question, Fishby. This time, just moose. Just, just cow. Just cow, please. John Legend is People Magazine's sexiest man alive. What say you? Well, I, I, I went to the experts on this, and I, I, went to, uh, I went to my 16-year-old daughter, who's recovering fine from her concussion. Thank you very much for your concern. But uh, I, I went to her, and I asked her if that was an appropriate choice and 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 she enthusiastically said yes that, uh, that 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 John Legend is one sexy fella and definitely possibly capable of being People Magazine's sexiest man alive. And I confronted her because previously she's told me Michael B. Jordan is the sexiest thing to ever walk the face of the earth. And uh, and uh, no, she still she still went with John Legend. And I know, I know you. Like, what about Jason Momoa? He's he's he he's not a big enough star yet on on the People Magazine level. He's he's just not going to move as many magazines as John Legend. But if the Apple Plus show C is a hit, uh, Jason Momoa sooner rather than later. Don't worry, I'm sure will be People People Magazine's sexiest man alive. Except, of course. When Instagram gives us the option of privatizing our likes and Fish B and I start dancing in our underpants nightly to promote the show, uh, there's it really is it's still gonna be Jason Momoa sooner rather than later. What's next, Fish B? Will Trump pardon Roger Stone? Will Trump pardon Roger? No, him and Roger Stone. They've been friends for over 40 years. Roger Stone, a master of the dark political arts. This is Trump's guy in the funny glasses, Roger Stone. Uh, but loyalty to President Trump is a total one-way street. So we'll see if he pardons him. But they've just gone to jury now in the, in the Roger Stone trial. We, we don't know uh, if he's going to be found guilty, it seems it seems likely he's charged with lying to Congress. It, it seems likely because Stone 
magically predicted the Clinton email leak three months before it happened. Just, just magically predicted it. And then uh, Rick Gates, uh, the uh, prosecution star witness for Paul Manafort, and, and now this trial, uh, Rick Gates testified that Roger Stone asked him about getting Jared Kushner's contact so he could, quote, debrief him on the hacked emails. And there were also a lot of phone calls going back and forth. But between March and November of 2016, uh, according, and this, this is just phone call, and I think oftentimes they communicated uh, using encrypted apps like, like WhatsApp, et cetera. But uh, 39 calls to Trump, 126 calls to Gates, and 153 calls to Manafort from Roger Stone, who allegedly was no longer working for the campaign. So, and, and so the answer is, I don't know if Trump will pardon Roger Stone if he's found guilty. You'd think he would, because it's his friend for 40 years, but again, loyal to a, a one-way street with this fella. What's next with Fishby? More cowbell! More cowbell! Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. Fantastic, Fish B. I just want to thank Freemason Ashtray for doing such a great job last night. Really, really, Fish B? That, that's that's not that's okay. We're we're just submitting comments now. Like like you take last night off to go to go gallivant with a young lady you met online and you made her like you by lying to her and telling her that we won a People's Choice Award when we weren't even nominated for a People's Choice Award, but you were just betting on the fact that no one actually watches the People's Choice Awards and no one knows who wins them, and you use that to your extra-dimensional opportunity to get laid in this dimension. I'm concerned, but at least you're shouting out, free Mason ashtray, so I'll let it slide if there's cowbell. What's the most insulting question you've been asked lately? What is the most, what's the most insulting question I've been asked lately? Hmm. I have an answer, but, 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 but it wasn't part of this show. And, but, but telling the story of a, a fish bee right now reminded me of it. Uh, a few days ago, I was on the uh, unfortunate receiving end of this young lady's uh, booty call. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was late at night, and, and she was clearly very inebriated, and clearly the first 21 people on her list didn't answer the phone. It eventually got to me, and she's like, I just want to see your face. I just, I just want to see your face. And, and I'm like, no, that's, um, uh, you know, job bless you, but uh, uh, that... That bird's not gonna fly. That's uh, that's not happening. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then she asked me, "When's the last time you had sex, anyway?" And she then she goes, "What's the deal? Do I need to ask your hand permission?" So uh, I think we can all agree, or, or at least I can agree, in the conversation that I'm having right now with you, that uh, that is the most insulting question. 
I've been asked lately. And oh, there it is, the sweet sound of Isaiah the Tiny Player's music. Tonight, Isaiah's question is, what's your least favorite thing about showbiz? What's our least favorite thing about showbiz? Um, Fishby, if, if you don't mind, uh, kill Isaiah's music. Uh, I got to talk about something uh, kind of serious here for a second. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I kind of love everything about showbiz. Um, but sometimes the mantra, the tried and true mantra, which doesn't always work well for me, is the show must go on. And not 10 minutes before I was, I was, I was going to, start to record the show tonight. I go upstairs to fill up my glass of water from the Brita. And 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 my mother informs me and and my family is 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 very, very small. Uh, uh, my dad has had, had one sister but but she's passed away. Uh, and then on my mom's side we have we have we have my my grandma and then and then my mom has has a brother who, who I adore, he lives in Monterey, California, Uncle Barney. Surfer, he's, he's, he's the coolest. Uncle Barney is the coolest. But she's like, hey, I just got a call from Uncle Barney, and he's got a, a very aggressive uh, esophageal cancer. And um, it just, uh, yeah, yeah, that one, uh, I, <laughs> to... To say it to, to say it's thrown me off a little bit. It's 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 one of those one of those types of news that, that that's so devastating. When you hear it, you you go through the, the the five stages of grief, and and I'm just now getting past the denial part where, where this is starting to starting to sink in. But you know what, my my uncle Barney is. He's a tough motherfucker. So if anyone can take out very aggressive esophageal cancer, I uh, I believe it is my uncle Barney. And uh, if Uncle Haps happens to be listening tonight, uh, know that uh, know that you are loved, uh, my uncle. You're, uh, I I uh, I mentioned the other night, uh, uh, my man uh, Patricio, death metal Pat uh, Patrick, on his birthday. He he's the Muhammad Ali of friends. Uh, my uncle Barney is the uh, is the Muhammad Ali of uncles. And then uh, for the finale tonight, uh, remember uh, remember last evening I, I teased that uh, all these all these just crazy fucking like bizarre jobs I've had uh, uh, through the years. In addition to you know the podcast king of Spokangelus, this is gonna be maybe not of Spokangelus, but podcast. Uh, there's a chance this could be uh, this could be my last job. This is my Goldilocks medium. I think we all agree that this is where I belong doing this. But uh, I tell you what, after uh, after the uh, after the Uncle Barney story, it it just doesn't uh, doesn't seem like it would fit. So uh, we're just we're just gonna get out of here, and uh, and uh, and and we'll 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 tease it again for tomorrow, even though I, I'm not even sure how fucking compelling it is. But we'll. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it uh, tomorrow at, at some point during the show. And uh, some of these, I think you think, will uh, pretty funny. Like, like you, you know, I've, uh, I've even DJed a few high school dances in my day. It was like 20 years ago, but I, I DJed a few high school dances. And, 
Yeah, that doesn't, uh, the juxtaposition of that to uh, very aggressive esophageal cancer isn't uh, working for me or Fish B on any level. So, Fish B, if you could tell Devin Nunez's cow to tell the grizzly bear to tell Tongaleo to say goodnight, I would appreciate it. And uh, we're here five nights a week. Bob's Fishbowl. I'm Bob Van Dyne. You can find us on social media. Thank you for subscribing. I love you, and uh, thank you for all your all your well wishes. I can I can feel your compassion coming back at me. That's that that's how good of a relationship you and I have. So, thank you for that. Tell them bye, Fishbee. <laughs>